Okay, so hello and welcome to my podcast. You've got to be joking. My name is Bunny Jane, or as people know me as Meg as well. Um, now, this is filled with dating and dating kind of whoopsie daisy, crawl, <laughs> cringe fall of your chair moments where I'll tell you the stories of which I've experienced whilst being single after a nine year relationship and also coming out of marriage as we speak. So let's start with I mean, where is the best place to start is how my relationship ended and why I suppose being with someone for so long you kind of do really become one person relying on each other for literally everything whether that being emotional financial or basically what well, is essentially everything isn't it i think um we got married to save our relationship we were essentially best friends who never had sex and when we did have sex it was like having sex with a friend forced and we were both weren't compatible in that situation so after years of arguments about the subject we decided to maybe look at opening our relationship now i mean i suppose the thought of this for most people is would of course be i'm scared to lose this person but that is kind of the risk you take with this situation so obviously prior to our relationship i have had a lot of a sexual experience and actually now being out of the relationship now i know i am an extremely sexual person where there was that time I thought I had lost my sex drive. I had gone to doctor's appointments trying to fix this. I thought I was depressed. I completely had lost my sex drive. Although I was still watching porn and masturbating. So, I mean, that comes into it as well as like, are you, are you depressed? I thought due to age and due to just changing as a person. But I think also deep down, you know the things that aren't true when you kind of realise the type of porn you're watching isn't so vanilla. But we'll come back to that. So, we decided to open our relationship, and my God, the first thing that we both did was download this app that I'd been told by a friend who was kind of in a throuple at the time. Um, it was called Field. Now, if you're not familiar with Field and with this app, it's kind of think of hit, think Hinge, but sexier, so and kinkier, and way more forward. I mean, so much so that the first couple of messages that I received when I matched with these guys were unsolicited fucking dick pics. Now, being out of the game for so long, nine bloody years, I was freaked the fuck out, thinking, like, fuck, how could I be a single in this world now which has become so forward and so scary? How could I meet someone um, who's strange for sex? It was, like, such a wild idea to me because I hadn't... I'd kind of been having like a vanilla under the cover sex for the last nine nine years. I turned from kind of like this sexual being in my twenties to kind of like married overnight, you know, turnover, don't look at me kind of situation. Now, it wasn't something I was able to put myself forward for at the beginning when we did open our relationship. So we did have a conversation and we spoke about me sleeping with my ex. Now I know this is a complete red flag for most people. And actually looking back, maybe that was kind of a massive thing for our relationship coming to an end because not a lot of people would have said yes to this. But it kind of shows that our relationship was way more friend-based than it was uh, romantic, even though we did love each other. It was way more friend-based. So the idea was to sleep with other people on the same night and then we'll see how we both felt afterwards and if it would kind of like make our sex life better in the long run. So he matched with somebody, um, we planned it, and we met up the same night as I did with my ex, and of course did the deed. And it comes to the next day, um, and you know when you have just have that gut feeling, like a horrible, sickening feeling in the pit of your stomach that it's over, that 
is kind of what I knew was coming my way that afternoon, that conversation. I cried, of course. Fuck, of course, I cried because it was the end of an era. I got home just before him and we laid in bed together almost feeling like, literally like complete strangers. It's such a weird feeling. There was like kind of a coldness about the whole thing. Um, and clearly not something we could have carried on with in our relationship because it really wasn't meant for us at all. We slept in the same bed that night and without kind of even talking too much about it, we fell asleep and kind of felt very strange. Uh, the, the next morning came and obviously the conversation too, how we both felt and that we'd never had that connection in the bedroom together. And we both kind of felt that it was the end. And obviously we cried a lot and held each other a lot and held each other's hands and kind of vowed to each other that we wouldn't ever let go of our friendship and we'd always be there for each other because essentially that's what we were, best friends. Um, you know, the closest, like, family. Fuck. I mean, breakups. We've all been through them. Fucking hell. One hell of a bitch, actually. I think that's too much of an understatement. Actual full-blown cunt. That's what it was. Coming out of this amount of, like, length of a relationship. I've never been in a relationship this long, all this serious. Of course, we got married. I can't tell you the amount of tears I cried, days without eating and drinking far too much. I couldn't even look in the mirror. My eyes were, like, red raw. Um, I felt sick all the time. I couldn't sleep. I just threw myself into work as much as I could. We started sleeping in separate beds. And at this point, I was kind of commuting back and forth from Bournemouth to London. And we ha- owned our own studio. It was its just a fucking nightmare, the whole thing. And it was so hard not having that person next to you, like, your whole world that you've had next to you for the last kind of 10 years. Um, that you've been used to for so long. Now you're alone. And now you have to change your life and completely start again. It is such a horrible feeling, a terrifying feeling to have to start again. Like, and I, you know, I feel for anyone that's having to go through the same thing because I know there's been a thousand breakups over the last kind of two years. I'd only kind of bought all my furniture. I thought we'd have forever with him after we got married and we'd settled somewhere lovely. But life really isn't as simple as a king-sized bed and an L-shaped sofa. It doesn't care about that for you. There's always in need of a change at some point. So I had to move back to London, which is kind of my home anyway. It's, it's in my heart, always will be. After what, you know, felt like forever trying to find a place, bloody hell, I got a place which is somewhere that I've, you know, been so happy, which I'm very lucky for. Anyway, I was terrified because I've, I've never lived alone. I had no idea what to expect. But what I have experienced in the last year has been pretty extraordinary. And you know what? If I hadn't done what I'd done and opened our relationship, my life would have never changed for the better. And I definitely would not be the person who is sat here talking to you right now. There have been so many, you've got to be joking me moments. I suppose that is why I've created this podcast I feel like I've basically lived a thousand lives in my one life and I cannot wait to tell you about these dating experiences because they are another level.